piece of music we're listening to in the background is called Dark Journey. It's an epic soundtrack from Dice Tower Theater presents Dawn of Dragons. Today we'll break it down and get into why and how it was made. You're listening to How I Make Music, where audio drama composers get to tell their own stories. In this show, we break apart the music of a fictional podcast and take a trip into how it was made. My name is Mike Atchley. I'm an audio drama creator from Denver, Colorado. And this is how I make music. They're very close, but I only see three blue dragons now. What? What? Welcome back to How I Make Music. Thanks for listening in. A blue shape in the dawn's light drew above Dabria, masking with the sky save for its mustard yellow underbelly. Above! Dragons of blue and bronze collided for the first time in centuries, high above the plains of Tron. So Dice Tower itself is a audio drama retelling of our game at the table. We sit around a table and we're playing a uh, tabletop role-playing game. Dungeons and Dragons, old classic. Blood red eyes of his adversary, peeled back, bloodthirsty and cruel. He knew this dragon. We will record ourselves, you know, quickly playing through it, uh, just like any other actual play, and then I'll go back, listen to the story that we've created from our own creativity, and then build up a uh, an audio drama around it of just the story that took place below. Tears streamed down her cheeks as she gripped the harness on Ariat's back, drawing herself to him in comfort and hope. I got into audio work back in, oh, let's see, that was like the early 90s. I ended up with a uh, a cheap karaoke machine that had the two dual audio decks. Well, I ended up taking two tapes and I would record me on a little keyboard or a drum machine or what have you into one tape deck and then I'd move that over into the play and take the other tape deck and record another track and I just I was bouncing ping-ponging tracks with these two tapes when I was you know 
just getting into high school and the just coming up with my own music I wanted to perform I wanted to play I wanted to create and I just had no direction on where to go I was told once that, that I should read audiobooks. I read a couple audiobooks and I had a lot of fun doing it. I'm like, oh, I, I like storytelling. <laughs> I wanted to write my own, right? So I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll take the game that, that we were playing at the at the table and see how we can you know, turn that into into something. I watched the closest woman I had to a mother. The first couple you know, episodes I had done, there were just me. His fine work. You know, making up some voices and having some fun with it. And I had some friends listen to it and they, they said, you should turn that into a podcast. So I started diving into it more. Brought in some other voice talent, uh, other actors I had worked with in the past. My greatest teacher he was lost as well. No! Um, and just I couldn't had a lot of fun building it up. And I used it as another platform where I could, uh, you know, create music. In all honesty, I created it because I needed a place to create game notes and, you know, what took place during the game sessions and, and all that that would be entertaining enough for the, cry for was the group to listen to it. I tried writing it. Uh, they didn't read it. So I, <laughs> I decided to do an audio drama. His dark brown eyes fell to the 20-foot wooden arm he currently straddled. The deck heaved 40 feet below his bare feet as he gently swayed with the tide. The dice aren't actually falling on the table. We're not actually you know, talking about the rules or anything like that. It's just the pure story. So Dice Tower Theater is an actual play podcast uh, turned into an audio drama. I can still hear Zorin ask. Where are we going to go? So one of the influences for Dark Journey is called Garador's Flight by Joe Blankenberg. Take a listen. What ended up taking place was at the table, all put on a playlist, you know, something off of uh, off the web, you know, Pandora, Spotify, whatever. We just had that kind of playing in the background. And at this one critical moment, this uh, very emotional moment, uh, a character turned into an angel while riding a dragon. This piece came on. kind of soared in. It reminded me of kind of that flight of the Valkyries. We all went, oh, and we all felt the chill of, you know, music and what have you, how that can happen. Uh, so I wanted to capture that as a theme into our into our story. 
she's remembering what it feels like to fly. Flying is definitely one of the themes of this piece. And so as they cascade through the through the clouds, you know, in the champagne sky of the dawn, it's, it just kind of really was a cool image. And like she found her wings again. I, I love mythology. Absolutely. All different kinds of mythology. I get into everything. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, Greek, Norse, Mesoamerican. I mean, I, I love all kinds of stories and folklore. So Valkyrie is a, they were termed as like the daughters of Odin in Norse mythology. They would take the spirits of the dead warriors back to Valhalla from the battlefield. Uh, a great classical piece that's one of those like Flight of the Valkyries, some of us can recognize the music behind it. But once you know who they are, it brings out a whole new a whole new meaning behind that piece when you hear it. You can hear them on their horses, their winged horses flying across the across the sky down to the battlefield. Picking up those spirits of the dead warriors and carrying them back to the afterlife. Just kind of a cool image. So Retreat and Descent from Glenn Danzig's Black Aria was something that uh, influenced me to get into this kind of composing. Here's how it sounds. Uh, back in the 90s when that first came out, I, I thought that was really cool. I, I was big into you know rock and metal and all that, and when he came out with that uh, more symphonic piece, really grabbed me. So thinking back on it as an influence, uh, it has these descending horns. I, I think I did it without even thinking when I, when I was composing, just how influences happen. And I, I picked it up later that I was actually kind of an, a nod back to that piece of his. It's interesting how it always influences you later on. You don't even, it's like, oh, wow, it's been years since I heard that or what have you. Go back, you listen, it's, yep, I, yep, that's where it came from. I'm an old goth industrial musician. I love to start with an idea and a rhythm. So we talked about how it was all about flying, right? So wanted to have that as the idea and then the rhythm is the drums. Drums I selected were some daiko with an interesting pitch and a heavy pan to one side. I'm 
pretty predictable when I build up a foundation, so I went to my favorite for the next, which is double basses. I wanted to bring in choir, and so I wanted to first start with strong male choir. Okay, so deep baritones, making it a little bit more ritualistic, primal. And then some tenors to make it sound a little bit more religious. You know, almost that uh, Gregorian chant kind of way. Then finally I wanted to bring in those soaring angelic female soloists in a dreamy Welsh voice. As a nod to a Valkyrie spirit, right? Because you think of flying, you think of angels, you think of that, you gotta have that angelic choir. Finally, to make that soar, you gotta have those arpeggiated violins and violas. I used a bassoon to follow the melody of the choir. loneliness of an English horn is a mainstay in my palate. I either go with an English horn or a duduk, you know, it's, a, it's that Peter Gabriel, <laughs> you know, kind of, kind of sound. I've always loved that. And then finally, we got some French horn swells. They dive between the clouds and some cinematic scrapes and stutters to bring in some extra excitement. So I used to play in a band named Caustic Soul, and it sounded like this. Yeah, we had a lot of fun, as you can tell, with the, with the music. It was a little dark, it was a little depressing, but when we played live, it usually had a little bit of humor. One time, I, I was up on stage, and I was in pain, and it wasn't just coming out through the music. And about halfway through the song, my voice changed. And I went back to the crowd saying, I feel great. I don't know what just happened. Turned out I had blown my appendix and they took me to the hospital. <laughs> so, <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah, it's like, and then that happened. So,
the show came at, at a pretty interesting time for me where I was dealing with a pretty deep depression. I needed to have an outlet. And I think any anybody else that's a musician, uh, that's a performer, you know, it, it doesn't matter. When, when you lose the muse, right, when you, when you feel like you can't create anymore, it hurts. When I first started playing the game to start with, I started finding inspiration again. And the more and more that happened, what's the words I'm trying to think of? The more I was playing the game and coming up with the story, the more I felt creative. And I started getting that, that muse back. And I started you know, playing music again. And so all these individual players in, at my table were dealing with their own life you know, issues as well, you know, not to, not to wax poetic on that, but they, they all were dealing with all kinds of different things. The character that this centers around, uh, Dabria, that player was going through a life change where she needed to find her real path, right? She, she had been working a job that she didn't feel she was getting anything out of. She was, you know, running into life struggles that she didn't like, all that. Well, she found it, and it, interestingly enough, it, it was to, to go into, into being a mortician, of all things. It was only then that I realized that she chose the name Dabria without thinking of it. When I started researching Dabria, and that's actually another name for the angel of death. And I thought that was really cool. And she didn't, she didn't really know it. When you can find uh, inspiration, right, and ride that inspiration, it's amazing what you can do to lift your spirit. <laughs> so, yeah, since then it's been just great. Working with other creators, that's really, it, met up with some other creators in the space, uh, like uh, Copper Heart and We're Alive and, you know, Aether and Dark Saga, definitely. Pretty much had all of my time taken up by planning my wedding with my partner, Elizabeth, and we finally got married in August. Phenomenal no, you know, creators really, and phenomenal honest, people. And Very encouraging. We'd share with each other. We'd work with each other. In fact, the <laughs> the god of death in our show um, is actually uh, Phil Osher from uh, Aether and Dark Saga. Yeah. Aether and Dark Saga is a dark fantasy audio fiction. Yeah, I love that guy. He's just so great. Yeah. So, but yeah, that it met up with everybody. Met up with you. Met up, everybody has been just wonderful. You know, it's it's an awesome community. I think people don't realize how it it's tight knit. There's little to no drama, which is hilarious because that's what we do is drama. <laughs> so, you know, we're able to you know create and support each other. I I, I like that about about what we do. The, the big thing, I, I like, you know, doing script reads, working with uh, actors. Um, what, one of our uh, players actually runs a theater uh, just north of town. Um, 
So some of us will either act in there or do read-throughs of, of scripts or that kind of thing. It's just, I, I, love, I love the art. So ha- have fun. That's about it for this episode. We'll listen to the full piece in just a moment, but before we do that, thank you for listening to How I Make Music. Catch new episodes on howimakemusic.com or wherever else. We've been listening to music featured in the audio drama called Dice Tower Theater Presents, Dawn of Dragons. To hear the full story or to check out my other work, follow the links in the show notes. We video recorded this episode. Check it out. And support the musicians of audio drama by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash howimakemusic. Top tier patrons get mentioned right here in the credits of every episode. How I Make Music is created by John Bartman. And now here's Dark Journey, an epic soundtrack in its entirety. My name is Mike Ashley, and thanks for listening to How I Make Music. Catch you next time.
that play under the melody. Most rocking historical audio drama.